fruitless fig tree, a drama of understanding and judging others, based on a teaching from the greatest life ever lived. Our story begins in the town of Capernaum. It's late afternoon, and the Apostle Peter walks along a narrow, winding street, when he's suddenly aware of two voices quarreling. I'll ask you once more, Philip. Will you come home as I say? What for? Because I tell you to, and I'm your mother. You can't make me. Oh, if only your father were alive. But I'll get someone to help me. Oh, go ahead. I will. I, you, sir, would you help me with this good-for-nothing son of mine? Me? What is it you want me to do? You're big and strong. Make him come home with me before he gets into worse trouble. Hit him if you have to. That's what he needs. Someone who can force him to do the right thing. I can't. I could ask him. Oh, asking him won't help. He's too wild. He runs around with the worst boys in this town, stealing from the merchants in the marketplace, annoying decent people. It's a lie. You won't say your mother lies, do you hear? I won't stand for it. After all I've done to try to bring you up properly. I don't know what to do anymore. Please, Mother. Let me talk to the boy. I tell you, talk won't help him. You must be beaten in order to understand. Nobody's ever going to beat me again. Pretty strong, aren't you? What about it? You think that because you're stronger than your mother, you don't have to obey her? I've obeyed her long enough. You see, he's growing up to be a criminal. A criminal. Someday they'll stone him and send him to the galleys. He's got to be punished while there's still time. You can't beat goodness into anyone. Look, son. What do you want? It's being strong and thinking that makes you right. It doesn't always work out. It works for me. Does it? Hit me. What? Go on, hit me. You're strong. You're tough and hard. Hit me. What are you trying to do? I'm just asking you to hit me. Go on. If you really want me to. Is that your hardest blow? Well, uh, yeah. It didn't hurt me. Now, if I were to hit you... Wait, don't please! You see, if strength is what makes right, then the next man who comes along and is stronger than you is right. And you're wrong, just because he says so. Well, I... And since I'm stronger than you are, I could tell you to do anything I want you to. And you'd have to do it. According to your own rules. But I'm not going to tell you to do anything. Because big and strong as I am, I don't believe in that. Since I started to follow the master, I know that strength does not make right. You're one of the master's followers? Yes. My name is Peter. Peter? Say, I I've heard of you. And so have I. If you follow the master, you must know how wrong my son has been, how bad a life he's led, stealing and fighting. Wouldn't the master himself want this worthless son of mine punished? I don't know. Well, he teaches right, goodness, honesty, all the things that my son is not. He teaches more, too. He teaches us not to judge too quickly or without understanding all the factors in the things you judge. I can remember not so long ago that he told us all a parable. A parable would do you good to hear. Just as he told us. A certain man had a fig tree planted, and he came and sought fruit thereon.
young man, and yours will be a position of great responsibility. For in all this part of the land, no one raises better figs than I. Do you think you can fill a job as gardener on my estate? Oh, yes, sir, I, I think I can. All my life I've lived on farms. I've worked hard. I've had good experience. I want to warn you, Nathan, that I'm a strict man, a perfectionist. And that once, each harvest season, I demand that all of my gardeners bring me the choicest fruits and grains they raise. If they're not up to my standard, well, I don't have any man on my estate who can't produce the finest. You understand? Yes, Abner, I understand. Well, then, you think you can fill the job, move into the little cottage on the other side of the vineyard. It's yours. Oh, thank you very much, sir. My wife and I, we haven't been married very long. The cottage will be our first real home together. So, you see, I've got to make good. Well, I hope you do. Now, get along and get settled, and the first thing tomorrow, I'll show you around the vineyard and acquaint you with your duty. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> right there? Yes, Nathan. Our prized dish. My grandmother's gift to my mother when she was married. The only thing I could save. Now to place it on the shelf of our home. Our first home. Now, you said you weren't going to talk about it. Can I ever forget? When I was a child and I heard these things, I... I thought it was history, something in the past. There can be no war again in our land, I thought. No war. This land is destined to be the battlefield of nations forever. The Egyptians, the Philistines, the Syrians. So it is gone and so it will go. When the invaders come in, we carry what you can, bury the rest and escape into the hills. And then when you come back where your house used to be, it's nothing but ashes. The last real home I ever had. And I was only nine. Please, dear. Don't think about it. We have a home now. We'll keep it forever. You think you can fill the job of gardener? Oh, I know it. Growing things are like a part of me. To see them grow and ripen is the most satisfying thing I know. I'll make good, Ruth. I will. And we'll stay here always. Oh, please, dear. I told you. This is our home. You don't have to worry anymore. Nothing will take this from us. If you're as good a man as Eli was with fig trees, you won't have any trouble. Mm, I lost a fine gardener when he died. I'll do my best. Now, look about here very carefully. See? All good fruit-bearing trees. I want them kept that way. Of course. Now then, uh, what's this? Well, this tree at the end of the row? Yes. It doesn't seem to have any fruit. Indeed, it doesn't. Take it out. Well, it looks like a healthy tree. But it isn't bearing fruit. Take it out. But it's a tree that's reached maturity. It will bear fruit. What it will do, I don't know. What it's doing now, I do know. 
It's taking a valuable space on my land, and it's giving me nothing in return. I say take it out. I think you're being hasty, Don't sir. Don't tell me what you think. Just do as I say. But after allowing it to grow for three years, is it right to tear it up by the roots now? At least give it another chance, another season in which to produce. What makes you think it will ever produce? Well, sir, look at the way it's been kept. Probably because it's the last tree in the line. Weeds, the soil's so dry that you can tell it hasn't been watered properly. A tree needs care and attention. Water, soil turned up often. It just can't grow anywhere and under any condition. So you think you can teach me how to care for growing things? This whole estate. Did I get it by not knowing what to do? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, I didn't say you that. You implied it? No, sir. You I... as good as said I was wrong, didn't you? Please, Abner. I only tried to say that this tree hasn't had a fair chance to show whether it can bear fruit or not. And I hate to root up any growing thing that's healthy. I, I couldn't be honest with you. I didn't tell you this. I see. You know, Nathan, you're the first gardener I've ever had who wants to run things according to his own personal likes and dislikes. Usually they take my orders. But as long as you insist on being an exception, we'll make a little bargain. You and I. Bargain, sir? Yes. You say this tree here hasn't borne fruit because it hasn't had a chance. I say this tree is a worthless parasite on my land. We'll find out which one of us is right. You'll give the tree a chance? That's only part of the bargain. Why, what do you mean? You'll have your chance to take care of this tree. If it bears fruit under good care, I'll reward you in some way. But if it turns out that I was right, and this tree is worthless, then you'll have to be looking for a new place. But, sir... Do I make myself clear? Yes, sir. Good. Now get to work. And maybe next time you won't be so quick to correct your superiors. Hmm? Don't you like the meal, dear? Uh, oh, I didn't say anything to that. But you're not eating. Well, I, I don't feel like it, that's all. You could tell me. Tell you what? Well, if there's something wrong, you could tell me. Wrong? Who said there was anything wrong? Well, then you don't have to become so angry. Oh, yes, there is something wrong. Why I ever thought I could keep it from you, I don't know. You've done something? Abner is displeased. It wasn't wrong. No matter what happens, it wasn't wrong. What do you mean, no matter what happens? What could happen? Oh, I had no right to do it. I had no right to jeopardize your security. About myself, I don't care, but I should have thought of you. I should have swallowed my pride. Should have said that I was wrong. Not if you thought you were right. That wouldn't be honest. You don't know what might happen. We may have to leave here, Ruth. Leave here? But you said that... Sure, I said. But I forgot what I said. When Abner told me to take out the fig tree, I, I should have done it instead of telling him it needed water and care. But you didn't. And I'm glad. Glad? Even though it means we may have to move from here, go out on the road again looking for a place to work, a place to live? If you believed you were right not to tear it up, I'm glad you said so. I don't want you to be a slave to what I feel. 
Don't surrender your right to be a man just to keep a roof over my head. I won't ask that of you ever. I, I know what it means to you. If we have to leave, we'll leave. That's all. That's all there is to it. Ruth. Ruth. Please, dear. I know how you feel. Nathan, I'm sorry I began to cry. Couldn't help you. Oh, if there were anything I could do, but there isn't. I offended Abner and he was quick to resent it. Isn't though I had a hand in making the bargain, I had no choice. I know. And as long as it's made, there's only one thing for us to do. We won't leave. But I didn't mean we should run away. I meant that we ought to do our best to save that tree. If what you said is true, that it, it can be saved. You mean you'd help me? And why not? It's our marriage, our home. Why shouldn't we both work for it? Then we will. We could start right now. Now? At night? You said the tree needs water. We'll give it water. Day and night. We'll work for what we both want. And we'll start now. Two more skins of water, Ruth. You should rest a while. It's a long walk from the well to the vineyard. And with two heavy bags of water. Now, don't worry about me. I'm used to hard work. But you, you should have been in bed hours ago. These will be the last two bags. Then let me pour them. You rest. Oh, I, I can do it. I'm strong enough. You're not nearly as strong as you are determined. Here, now, now let me do it. All right, dear. The fruit must grow. It must. It will. Oh, if only I hadn't said anything. It's too late to look back now. You said it. We'll work hard. The fruit will grow. Ruth. Yes? It wouldn't be fair to make you feel so sure that disappointment might be too great. Disappointment? There are trees that never bear fruit. Barren trees? Yes, I, I've seen some during my time on the farm. No one knows why. They, they seem perfectly healthy, but somehow they, they never bear fruit. Is this one of them? You never know. Time's the only way to find out. Time and proper care. We'll do what we can. I only wanted you to know what might happen. I wouldn't want you to feel betrayed or disappointed in me. The last thing in the world I'd want would be for you to suffer because of me. I know that you love me, Nathan. And because I do, I... I know everything else you're trying to tell me. Whatever it is, we'll face it together. Now, if you're finished, we can go back to the cottage. Back home, you mean? Yes, dear. Back home.
have some cold milk for your lunch, Nathan. If you don't drink it soon, it'll get warm. Just a little while, dear. The earth must be turned over around this tree, and I, I want to finish it before I stop. Has anything changed in the past two weeks? Well, nothing that I can see. Usually it takes more time, doesn't it? Well, you, you can't tell. You mean if, if there were going to be fruit, some signs might have appeared already? Oh, I don't know. You, you can't tell about things like this. But it doesn't look too good. Now, please, dear. Stop and have your milk, Nathan. Well, maybe I'd better. Here. You'll work better after you've had a cool drink. Yes, I... Oh. What is it, Nathan? He's coming this way. Abner? Yes, he, he's coming here on his usual inspection. Maybe you'd better leave. Uh, go that way so that you won't have to pass him. I'll go. Uh, just a moment. I wanted to meet you, my dear. Oh, me? Come here, Ruth. So this is your wife, Nathan? Uh, yes, sir, my wife, Ruth. Fine-looking girl. And from what I've heard, a great help to her husband. You heard? Yes. Uh, in a way, it was funny, too. Two people had been seen prowling around the vineyards at night. I had Ephraim posted one night to watch and see if they might be people who would mean some harm. But I heard it was you and your husband. There's nothing wrong. Two grown people sitting up with a thick fig tree. Well, doesn't that amuse you? Even a little? Huh? <laughs> it's not funny to my husband and me. Ruth, please. Now let's have a look at it. More leaves. Thick as foliage. We've done what we could. Uh, but, uh, let's see. Fruit. I don't see any fruit. It takes time. There should be some signs, at least, if a fig tree is going to produce in season. It should be showing something by now. Isn't that right, Nathan? You know all about trees. Tell me. Yes, sir, it should be showing signs, and it isn't. I may be wrong. This tree may never bear fruit. But I still wouldn't feel I'd done my job if I'd let you uproot it. Of course, of course. And I only want to remind you that when we have the harvest feast, you and all the other gardeners will have to come and show your produce. I'll be on the lookout for the fruit from this tree. Need I say more? No, sir. I understand. Good day, Nathan. And good day to you, my dear. <laughs> As in every harvest feast time, I invite all my servants to eat drink and celebrate the blessings we draw from the soil. But first, before we celebrate, we shall take an accounting of the results of the season's work. All gardeners are to line up here with samples of their finest produce. And now, first, you, Simeon, samples of the grain from your field. Abner, for 34 years I have been bringing my produce to the head of this family. Your grandfather, your father, and now you. And I can say that never have I shown finer grain than this. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, pick up a handful of me. Feel its firmness and its weight. Yes, I can see. There. Very good. Very good, Simeon. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Simeon, there will be a special reward for you later. Thank you, sir. Next. Ah, Jonathan. The olives? Yes, sir. The olives here in this bowl. First look at them, then test them for oil. I have no more to say. You feel sure of your crop? Oh, I only ask you to put them to the test. Examine one. I will. Excellent. So full of oil. When you press one of these olives, it's like tipping a jar. The oil flows to freely. Very fine. Next. Well, next. Ah, Nathan, my big gardener. Step up, Nathan. Show me what you have produced. Well, uh, yes, sir. Uh, here, I'll uncover this tray of figs. Would you taste these, sir? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, this one. Yeah. Good. Very good. As good as we had last year. Thank you, sir. Oh, but wait. You and I have a special bargain. Don't we? There were some special figs in which I was interested. The tree, the very tree which you and your wife have cared for. Have you any figs to show from that? fruit of that tree, sir, is here, in this other tray. Let me see. I don't believe it. Look, taste. Let me have one of those. Well, they're big. Even bigger than the others. Yes, sir. And the taste... Never mind. I think you're playing a trick on me. <laughs> no, sir, if you'd like to see this. I would indeed. And if this is a trick, you'll be punished accordingly. Come with me. And you too. You can see, Abner. Here it is. And the branches are hung heavy with fruit. Is this a trick? I can't believe it. Amazing. We didn't believe it ourselves at first, did we, Ruth? No. When the fruit first began to appear, we thought it wouldn't grow. We thought it would die on the branches. But it didn't. The harder we worked, the larger and firmer the fruit became. Till now, this tree is the finest fruit of all. And I laughed at the two of you. I was going to make you leave my estate for trying to correct me. And all the while, I was wrong. Well... We must make up for that. It's all right, then. We won't have to leave. Leave? A man who can raise such fruit from this tree? Mm. I'm thinking now of giving you more responsibility. More opportunity to use your talent. A man as courageous as you are to risk your future in order to speak truth is a very valuable man indeed. A man to be trusted. Thank you, Abner. It's as I said, sir. The fault wasn't in the tree. It was in the conditions under which the tree was raised. When the conditions were improved, the tree produced fruit. All it needed was a chance.
see, my dear woman, that's what the master would say about your son. A story about a fig tree. What's that to do with my good-for-nothing son? When the master told that parable, he wasn't talking about fig trees. He was talking about people. All people. Not my son. What he needs is punishment. Will you tell me the boy is bad any more than the fig tree was bad? No. Well, then the conditions may be to blame. Isn't that so? True, he didn't have a father for most of his life. A boy can miss his father in many ways. He can miss a father's guidance and companionship. I know. And with my having to work to keep us alive, well, I haven't been too good a mother either. You see, a boy needs love and attention and guidance. Just as a tree needs water, good soil, and care. We can't punish the boy any more than we could cut down the tree without giving it a chance under good conditions. You've got a good boy here, woman. He needs another chance. A fair chance to show how good he is. He needs help, not punishment. And I'll help you with it. We should all be quick to help and not so quick to condemn without understanding. As the master himself would say, Judge not, that ye be not judged. Behold these three years, I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and water it. And if it bear fruit, well. <laughs>